Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions while he gave me the teachings I share here. Most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidanandamurtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Muktanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harane Bhakta Kaya Kadehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Heta Veja Gatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Sarva Vidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshwara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Om I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self, your own beingness, your isness. O oh, Shiva, the one divine reality being you while being all and beyond all. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha You are worthy. You are worthy. You don't have to earn self-worth. You don't have to deserve love. You don't have to win your place on earth. You don't have to earn the right to breathe. Even if you aren't perfect, you are a human being. You are inherently worthwhile. Your life has meaning and purpose. Even if you haven't completed what you came here to do yet, even if you're not sure what that is, you're here for a reason. Yes, part of that reason is to take care of others 
and to be taken care of. Yes, part of that reason is to do things you enjoy and to be challenged by things you don't. Yes, part of the reason you're alive is so you can make a difference in the world. And there is more. My Baba always began his discourses with Sabko bare samanke sat prem sardik swagat. With great respect and with great love, I welcome you all with all my heart. He saw God in you. He saw God in me. And he made me able to see God in me. He made me able to live in that respect and love for myself, for you, for all. His message to the West was, know your own self, respect your own self, honor your own self, bow to your own self, meditate on your own self. God dwells within you as you. You are here for a divine purpose to know your inherent beingness, O Shiva. You are the one ever-existent divine reality, manifest and present in a unique and individual form. Your essence is divine. This is why every human being is worthy of respect, even if they haven't done astounding and amazing things. This is why every human being is inherently lovable, whether they let it show very often or not. This is why every human being is honored, because you matter. And you need to be reminded of this. These days there are signs that people post on the lawn that say, your life matters. This is a message put out wonderfully by an organization working on substance abuse and mental health. They describe it as walking with individuals step by step as they wrestle with life. And life is sometimes a wrestling match. But you're not wrestling with the world. You're not wrestling with the others in your life, not really. The only one you're really wrestling with is your mind. What your mind tells you about you is not pretty. What your mind tells you about other people only comes from the diatribe you feed yourself far too much of the time. Your mind is always chopping you down to size. I call it slicing and dicing. This is why I began with, you don't have to earn self-worth. You don't have to deserve love. You don't have to win your place on earth. You don't have to earn the right to breathe. Sabko bare samange sat prem ser dik swagat. With great respect and with great love, I welcome you all with all my heart. You are a human being. 
you are inherently worthwhile, even if you aren't perfect. Your life has meaning and purpose even if you haven't completed what you came here to do yet. Even if you're not sure what that is, you're here for a reason. The ultimate reason is to know who you are in your core, in your essence, in the innermost recesses of your being. You can grow into yourself, your inherent divinity, or be blasted into it. Growing into yourself, growing to the knowing of your own divinity, it's not a smooth, gradual process. Just like when you were a kid, you get growth spurts. Sometimes you even get growing pains. Getting blasted, well, either life can do it to you, which is usually painful, or you can get a Shakti surge, an energetic blast that moves you. Usually when life blasts you, you moan and groan. You whine and cry, you resist and blame. You try to make things the way they used to be. You stick your head in the sand and try to ignore reality until it gets too real. And then you whine and resist and blame. Then finally, you get off the dime, you open your heart, even open your mind, even let go of things that were holding you back. I remember when my mother, at the age of 90, moved out of the house she'd lived in for 60 years. She packed two suitcases and five boxes and drove away. We cleaned up the rest. What do you need? When you're hanging back for too long, life forces you onward and inward. The whole point is the opening of your heart and mind. The whole point is to shift your inner sense of self deeper, more authentic, more present, more real. The goal is freedom, an inner freedom that lets you be who you really are. So you shine with the light of consciousness from the inside out. But when you're hanging back for too long, life forces you onward. What if you were actually proactive in this regard? Proactive, applying yourself, becoming proficient, and not looking for the results to make you feel good about yourself. Since you are already worthy, you don't need what you do to make you feel good about yourself. Instead, you analyze the results of your efforts as a way to gauge your effectiveness. You simply check if what you're doing is producing the results you had in mind. If not, you adjust what you're doing. While you are inherently worthwhile, though maybe not perfect, you're here for a reason. There is a purpose to your existence. And when you're working on that purpose, you feel on target. Inside in your meditations and outside in your activities. Because you are inherently worthy, you don't have to earn self-worth. You still do things. 
And while you're doing them, you assess if your actions are being effective. I was washing a plate in the sink the other day. It had baked-on cheese stuck on it. I washed. I scrubbed. I thought I was done. I rinsed it and felt across the surface with my fingertips. Nope, not done. So I did it again and checked again. Nope, not done. So I scrubbed some more. You persevere. You follow through. Your progress toward the objective will pick up speed as you gain skills. Krishna describes this in the Bhagavad Gita. Established in clarity, shed selfish motivations that create pleasurable and painful karmas. Devote yourself to yoga. Skillful action is yoga. Buddhi yukto jahati ha ubhe sukrita duskrite tasmad yogaya yujyasva yoga karma sukhaushalam Buddhi yukto jahati ha ubhe sukrita duskrite tasmad yogaya yujyasva yoga karma sukhaushalam Bhagavad Gita 2.50 Establish in clarity Shed selfish motivations that create pleasurable and painful karmas. Devote yourself to yoga. Skillful action is yoga. Get up and get going. Krishna says you must contribute to the world. You must become skillful. Skillful action is yoga. This means you make choices and you act on them. You apply yourself the best you can. And you know what? Every time you do something, you get better at it. You become skillful at anything you choose. The saying is, God doesn't care about your ability. God cares about your availability. Because when you make yourself available, you become more skillful. I had a friend for many years in Baba's ashram. She was Basque from a remote mountain range in Spain. They don't speak Spanish there. They have their own local language called Basque. And they have an attitude about it, of course, as is true with anyone who comes from a small region. While she was living in Baba's ashram in the USA, she didn't speak much English. We became friends while we worked together in the kitchen, chopping vegetables for 600 people. It takes a lot of chopping, lots of people doing lots of prep time. It's a job, a seva, where newly arriving yogis were often sent first. It didn't take a lot of skill. Plus, it had a 3.30 a.m. start time. So it was a great way to get people oriented to the ashram daily schedule. And most moved on to other sevas after a few months. She stayed as a chopper for years. The last time I saw her, she was in charge of serving the meals. She handled the food service lines, heading up a team of eight or ten other yogis where they fed hundreds of people three meals a day. Yes, her English had improved, yet she had become skillful in so many ways. 
God doesn't care about your ability. God cares about your availability. This is true in the world as well as in the ashram. The more you do, the more skillful you become. One of the most famous lines from this ancient yogic text is, skillful action is yoga. Yoga karma su kaushalam. Skillful action is yoga. When you're doing something you're skilled at, there's an elegance, a poetry, a beauty to the process. That's one of the things I love as a musician. As I pour myself into the music, it takes over. That's when the music sounds best. When the musician is merged into the music, you can tell. The same is true with a baker in an apron or a professional driver on the road. They get in the zone. The zone, what is called the zone, is a state, a yogic state of congruency inner congruency where all your energies are flowing in one direction. It's a meditative focus. It leads to inner absorption. But a musician becomes absorbed only in the music, a baker only in the cupcakes, a driver only in the road. A meditator becomes absorbed in their own self, the divine dimension of their multidimensionality. The point is to live in the inner absorption always. When you do, every action arises from that divine source. Every word and every thought is for one purpose only, the divine purpose hidden in the task at hand. It is sanctified work. Krishna is saying that when you perform your task with dedicated focus to the best of your ability, you experience your own self. This is borne out by brainwave studies as well. In the zone is associated with specific brainwaves, those that indicate a state of ease and creativity. When you put yourself into life, giving it all you've got, with clarity and free from selfish motivations. Your worldly actions become yoga. You're growing into your own self. As I described earlier, there are three ways of growing into yourself. One is slow and gradual, with growth spurts here and there. Two, life can propel you into rapid growth. Or three, you can get a Shakti surge, an energetic blast that moves you. Before yoga, I got to know the first two very well. Slow and gradual, or life propelling me forward. I found them both to be unpredictable, painful, and unreliable. I never knew when I'd be having growth pains or having life push me into my stuff. Now, I wasn't trying to avoid my stuff. I wanted to grow. I wanted to find my purpose. I was looking for the meaning in life. I wanted to know that my life matters. But I didn't know that until I met my Baba. And he gave me a Shakti surge, Shaktipat, technically an initiation that moves you into you. 
Shaktipat is not about moving you through your life. It's about giving you your own insides. Expanding your ability to live your life in a new way from a deeper dimension, from your own center, from an inner knowing, from your own divinity. Once you've received Shaktipat, your life is nuclear-powered. The energy arises within you to uplift you, to transform you, to help you know you. So you know. Sabko bare samamke satprem serdik swagat. You are worthy of great respect. You are already loved with a great love. You are welcomed with my whole heart because you are you. You don't have to earn respect or love. You are alive. The aliveness in you is a sacred force. Your presence is Shiva's presence. The light of consciousness shines through your eyes, even when you try to hide it. Your breath is a gift from God. The beating of your heart is the pulsation of consciousness being you. So go ahead. Try to deny your divinity. It won't work because you are already you. But you need to blossom forth within yourself, expand and deepen into your essence. You need to discover the greater reality and bring that into your life. You are worthy. You don't have to earn self-worth. You don't have to deserve love. You don't have to win your place on the earth. You don't have to earn the right to breathe. But you do have to give back. You need to bring your essence into the world and put it to work at something helpful. For this, you do have to work with your mind. Why? Because your mind will tell you the opposite. It will tell you, oh, lay around, take it easy. It will tell you, you don't measure up. You have to do better. Your mind will tell you, you have to deserve love and earn self-worth. So often your mind comes up with a way to slice and dice if you just do more, if you just gain or lose weight, if you just get more good-looking or get smarter or stronger or faster or richer, more powerful, kinder, louder, quieter, if only, if only, then someday, somehow, somewhere, somewhen, I'll be good enough. No. You are already good enough. You are worthy. You are divine consciousness masquerading as being human. And this means you have something to share. Don't be stingy. Get into life. Not because you're trying to get something from it. There's nothing you need. You're already whole. Invest yourself in making a difference. This is yoga. 
draw from your own source, which you find in meditation. Meditation opens the doorway inside. This is why we meditate on the self, on your own divine essence. For this, you need to dive deeper, past the superficial churning that you know too well. Like a scuba diver, you dive deeper. Your oxygen tank is the mantra. It makes you able to go deeper. You know, scuba divers go in the water backwards. They sit on the edge of the boat and they fall back. Plonk. The mantra will do this for you. Take you deeper than you knew how to do, knew how to get to on your own. So for meditation, I'll tell you to repeat mantra. And the mantra says what I've been saying all along, Om Namah Shivaya. I bow to my own divinity. I honor my own self. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.